0: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show
2: you to stinking vices.
1: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: I gotta tell you, folks, I'm a... I am a little, uh... Well, ticked off. Let's just say it that way. I am I am ticked off by this whole th- this nothing burger that is being blown up. You've got columnists out there saying that this is proof of collusion even though no collusion took place. Well, they wanted to collude. What? What no. Uh, this whole Donald Trump Jr thing is is a cluster and it's it's tomfoolery to the highest order, and not because of anything Donald Trump did. It's the conduct of the basket of biased press, and I'll get into all of it coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show, and I'm glad you've tuned in. By the way, coming up also, our interview with the Attorney General of the United States, Jeff Sessions. He will be in. We'll have a a, a, a conversation with him about a, a vast array of topics. I He's coming to the uh, the state in which I'm broadcasting in, folks, to to texas as a matter of fact he should be speaking there right now so we talked to him earlier we have it on tape and we'll play it for you meantime you contact me 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. and i mean this i want to know this from all of you you can do it on twitter if you want at chris salcedo tx or you can jump on the phone and say this is it for me i am now i'm i'm off Team Trump, or I never was on Team Trump, or this is evidence of collusion, or I'm so tired of these lame attempts by Democrat operatives inside of the basket of biased press to make something out of nothing. So call me today. I want to hear from you on this. Blaze.com slash radio, Blaze Radio, Smartphone App, iHeartRadio App, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. On-demand listening or live listening to the program uh, on Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show, on Twitter at Chris Salcedo. T X. Let's get out of the flip around. Because that's all that's all everybody's talking about. Just take your pick. Let's go to MSNBS.
3: J- Donald Trump Junior's statement on Saturday was actually pretty carefully worded, Allie, because it said the majority of the time was spent talking about this adoption issue right. these sanctions. Th- that actually has not been totally disputed by the lawyer, right. you know, th- that that most she has advocated for this. Right. This is something she's been talking about. That part is not in dispute. The statement left the impression that the meeting was about this. Right. Sunday, it turns out, it's about dirt on Hillary, and here we are Tuesday with the sort of confirmation that, yep. that, that Trump Jr. knew he was meeting with a, at the time, somebody who was identified as a Russian government attorney. No, and, and the meeting no, was ex- that
2: has not been confirmed. That has not been confirmed. That is a, there is no evidence that Donald Trump Jr. knew that he was meeting with somebody uh, from the upper echelons of, of the Russian government. As a matter of fact, it's not been demonstrated this attorney is a part of the Russian government. This is, this is insane.
1: Uh, Fox News. Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort and the president's son-in-law and senior advisor, Jared Kushner, have not commented. In summation, the email reveals that the president's son agreed to meet with a Russian national with the understanding that he would receive incriminating information from the Russian government about the now president's then political opponent, Hillary Clinton, information that was part of the Russian government's support of the now president. And regarding that purported information, the first son replied, if it's what you say, I love it. The meeting took place June the 9th of last year. That's after two Russian spies had hacked the Democratic National Committee, but before the stolen emails were made public. Again, June the 9th. And later that very day, candidate Trump tweeted, Where are your 33,000 emails that you deleted?
2: Oh, good grief. Shep Smith is trying to make the case that the Kremlin was taking direction from candidate Donald Trump. Go get those emails. It was a joke. I don't know how, kind of like the coverage of all of this. (sighs) This this gets to be very tiresome. By the way, none of the things that that, uh, Shep Smith said, this is what Donald Trump Jr. thought, but it wasn't true. This was somebody blowing smoke saying, I got all kinds of stuff. And by the way, the Russian government wants to help you. And it wasn't true. None of it was true. It was all a sham to get this lawyer a meeting with Donald Trump Jr. About adoptions, about Russian adoptions. Now, I'm going to explain why this is all bubkis here in a minute. But uh, let's, let's go. Who else is talking about? Oh, of course, CNN. And He had
3: absolutely nothing to do with Donald Trump, right? So th- this there- is not exactly an embrace of Donald <laughs> Trump Jr. Exactly. or the president. This, this really isn't an embrace or a full-throated defense. Uh, this does seem like a little bit of keeping his distance uh, from this story, despite what Sarah Huckabee Sanders was saying. Uh, but precious little in this briefing. The other thing I would just note, I, I think it lingers as a question. Why could she, from the podium yesterday, definitively say that there's no collusion but then when today I say I stand by that but you have to ask all those questions outside counsel why was she
2: able to take that question yesterday and not able to take it today the only th- because there was no collusion because these people who met with Donald Trump Jr. had nothing there was no collusion how can you say there was no collusion because they weren't affiliated with the Russian government I th- th- this is this is patently absurd. Oh, uh, wow, well, he, he wanted to collude. He, <laughs> did he? No. But that, that aside, you, you've got Donald Trump Jr. meeting with somebody, an attorney who may or may not be affiliated with the Russian government, talking about adoption. There was no evidence given and again, remember how this was sold was, we've got evidence that Hillary is colluding with the Russians. The Russians are financing Hillary Clinton's campaign. We've got evidence. That's what they said. And Donald Trump Jr. said, cool, let's hear it. Meanwhile, meanwhile Hillary Clinton and her team are doing this.
3: If you're looking for an example of a campaign coordinating with a foreign country or a foreign uh, source, look no further than the DNC who actually coordinated opposition research with the Ukrainian embassy. And no one in this room, to my knowledge, really had a big problem with that. The Democrat National Committee coordinated opposition research directly with the Ukrainian embassy.
2: The DNC and Team Hillary coordinated with a foreign government in the open at the embassy to undermine Donald Trump. But the same activity was proposed, never happened, but proposed to Donald Trump Jr. And that's the crime. Can anybody explain that to me? Well, it's, it's the Ukrainians compared to the Russians. It's a foreign government. And somehow one is okay and an attempt, and again, it never happened because these people had nothing. If only these individuals had proof that Hillary Clinton was getting bought off or that her or her campaign was being financed by the Russians. If only that information was provided. That we could have seen evidence of donations to the Clinton Foundation by the Russians. That... Directly tied to their being able to secure 20% of the U.S. uranium stockpile. If only we could have had that information. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, and and then Donald Trump Jr. releases this entire email chain today. Because he's so concerned that, that he may be outed as colluding with Russian agents who were not Russian agents. That he releases the whole damn email chain. And you've got Washington Post, what's her name, Ruth somebody or other, saying that, that this is evidence of collusion. They weren't Russian agents and they didn't provide anything. How can this be collusion when there was no collusion? Well, it just says they wanted to collude. What crime was committed? And is it collusion coordinating opposition research on a candidate with a foreign country? Is it collusion? Well, then Hillary Clinton is guilty. Again, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders
3: correctly articulating the story. If you're looking for an example of a campaign coordinating with a foreign country or a foreign uh, source, look no further than the DNC who actually coordinated opposition research with the Ukrainian embassy. And no one in this room, to my knowledge, really had a big problem with that. The Democrat National Committee coordinated opposition research directly with the Ukrainian embassy.
2: From the Daily Caller, many journalists reacted breathlessly to a New York Times report on Sunday revealing that President Trump's oldest son, Donald Trump Jr., met with a Russian lawyer who indicated she had damaging information about Hillary Clinton. Donald Trump Jr. admitted to the June 16th meeting, to which he brought up campaign chairman Paul Manafort and Trump advisor Jared Kushner, but downplayed the significance. It's obviously, I'm I'm the only person on a campaign to ever take a meeting to hear about uh, an opponent, he wrote on Twitter on Monday. Many Trump critics claim the New York Times report supported the theory that members of the Trump campaign were somehow involved in Russian government hacking of the Clinton campaign. Chair John Podesta and, De- well, Podesta wasn't hacked. He was, he fell for a fishing trap, but whatever. Podesta and the Democrat a National Committee. But, Trump Jr. Kushner and Manafort's lone meeting with a Russian lawyer, 20 minutes by the way folks, pales in comparison to the coordination between Hillary Clinton allies and Ukrainian government officials who hope to see Clinton win in 2016. Politico revealed in January some of the Ukrainian government's anti-Trump activities during the election, the DNC colluded, Hillary Clinton's team colluded, and nobody batted an eyelash. I am so sick and tired of this crap. I really am. I want to know what you think. 888 900 3393 888 900 3393. Pick up a telephone. Tell me what you think. It's Chris Salcedo show on The Blaze.
1: Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter
3: at Chris Salcedo TX.
1: Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The
2: Blaze Radio Network. Show: You heard the lady. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. I want to get your feedback on this. I'm in hell, I am not going to talk about this the whole dang show. I'm not. but it has to be addressed. Uh, Jordan tweeted out, "See, and maybe I wasn't being clear about this, and I'm Jordan, I'm glad you did. Why do you keep dismissing, quote, well, he wanted to collude? Does does that not matter? No, no, no. Don't misunderstand. What Donald Trump did was not collusion. If what Donald Trump did and intending to do was collusion, then so too was Hillary Clinton, Team Hillary Clinton's uh, efforts with Ukraine. That's collusion. Why is it okay to Hillary to do something like that, but... Here comes Donald Trump Jr. doing something similar. No, exactly the same. Oh, and that's collusion. What, it's only collusion if a Republican does it? At the time, hell, Donald Trump Jr. was a registered Democrat. Come on. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to point out here, the absurdity. That Democrats can do the same damn thing nothing to see here but here comes donald trump jr and he didn't even get as far as team hillary did team hillary went to the embassy colluded with the ukrainians got dirt opposition opposition research coordinated their efforts against donald trump well that's okay because they were trying to stop donald trump what that's what i'm saying this isn't collusion to sit there and say hey we've got we've got information on your on your opposition and you say great that's not collusion it's called opposition research come on good grief well it came from a foreign government what hillary's didn't if that's your bar, then Hillary Clinton's team, the Democrat National Committee, they colluded too. So if you're going to throw the, the kitchen sink at Donald Trump Jr., you damn well better haul up, haul up the entire DNC too and throw their asses in jail. I am sick of this. And a lot of you folks apparently are too. Brit Hume, who you all know, I am a big fan of. He gets word of this yesterday, and we have a a segment every once in a while called Brit's Brilliance. Now, he was, he's the last of the great objective news anchors. Rest of them these days, uh, partisan hacks. Uh, Brit Hume is a contemporary of Dan Rather. Um, Dan, I'd rather be a liberal. (laughs) <laughs> Anywho, Britt has come off the news desk and is now in a commentary, and he saw this whole situation, and he couldn't stop laughing.
1: Well, if you, when you step back from this just a little bit and look at it, it looks kind of like a farcical episode in which the young Mr. Trump, Donald Trump Jr., was conned into holding a meeting with this Russian uh, lawyer who had a cause to promote, that is to say the cause of American adoptions of Russian children, which has been frozen since a dispute uh, between the the earlier administration and the Russian government.
2: Yeah, see, and again, that was the real agenda of the meeting. The subterfuge, the lie was, hey, we've got uh, intelligence from high up in the Russian government that Hillary Clinton was colluding. The Hillary Clinton's campaign was getting financing from the Russians. We've got the 411. It's pretty high up there, man. And it was all BS. If only the information had been real. Which I'm not I'm not convinced there aren't ties. After Barack Obama's lips were planted firmly on Vladimir Putin's rear end throughout his entire occupation of the Oval Office, after Hillary Clinton Got huge sums of money in the Clinton Foundation from the Russians after she facilitated the the uranium deal. 20% of the U.S. stockpile to the Russians. What, does everybody forget about this crap? I didn't. The basket of bias press apparently has.
1: And to get him to come to have such a meeting, she hinted or indicated that she had some information on Hillary Clinton, possibly involving Hillary Clinton connection, campaign connections to the Russians, that she wanted to spill. And they get in the meeting, and she didn't have any such information, <laughs> from what we know. And presently, it turns out that she wanted to talk about this adi- issue of adoption, which young Mr. Trump pointed out correctly that neither he nor his father were in any position to do anything about, since they were both still private citizens. That uh, the meeting apparently went nowhere and ended without any information being passed, and the whole thing sort of has the elements of a
2: farce. Yeah, it does. It's you know, and what's even more farcical is. The basket of biased press coverage of this garbage. So, but now here comes Bre- uh, Brett Baer saying, hey, Brett, now wait a minute. You got Senator Mark Warner out there, this reprobate. He's trying to make uh, connections. So when you hear Senator Warner, others saying that this is part of a pattern where uh, somebody on the campaign or the transition's forgets that they've met with Russians, and then recharacterizes when they finally have to come forward because of some New York Times, Washington Post, whatever story that's come
1: out. I would be more concerned by that if the episodes themselves, the meetings, the contacts, or whatever, turned out to be of some substantive meaning in the sense that they pointed in the direction that there was some cooperation and collusion going on. So far, what we've seen doesn't seem to do that. And it's not hard for me to imagine that people associated with the president's campaign might have forgotten them. I mean, this 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 meeting seems to be eminently forgettable, almost laughable.
2: Yeah, I I, I agree. It's who wouldn't forget a meeting where you were you were conned by some lawyer Given a whole bunch of BS, you hold the meeting and say, This woman's got nothing. She's just trying to pitch me on the, the Russian adoption thing and I can't do anything about it. And my father's just a candidate. He can't do anything about it. See you later. 20 minutes done. Hillary Clinton spends an entire freaking campaign colluding with the Ukrainians and everybody's like, Oh, that's not a big deal. <laughs> Give me a break. Let me, you know what? I've got calls waiting. I will play for you the interview with Jeff Sessions. Coming up next, we'll get to your calls first before we hear from the Attorney General of the United States. On The Chris Salcedo Show, you have found the radio program. Your liberty-loving Latino returns after this short commercial break on The Blaze Radio Network. I'll be right back.
0: The Chris
1: Salcedo Show will be right back.
0: The Blaze Radio Network. calcedo is on the blaze radio
2: network all right folks make sure you stick around for our interview with attorney general jeff sessions uh we had to record it recorded earlier on today because he was he was speaking in the state in which i'm broadcasting in the great state of texas so stick around for that meantime out to the uh, phone lines 888 eight eight nine zero zero three three nine three. 888 900 3393 again I, are you tired of this stuff yet Let's go to Nebraska. Uh, Rocky, thanks for holding on, man. What say you?
0: Hey there, Chris. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was in the same mood that you were. I, I really appreciated uh, uh, your, if you want to call it a rant, I, I, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I think you hit on almost everything that I wanted to say. You were fired up. And I just wanted to say kudos because I've listened to people talk about exclusion and they're hitting it from every angle they can, and it's just stupidity. There is nothing illegal going on here. It has to do with people not understanding what collusion is by the definition of law. There is no illegal activity that's taking place here.
2: No, I, I completely concur, number one. Number two, that it shows the eagerness and the bias of the press. They are so desirous to find something wrong so they can, can, they can permanently thwart this president's agenda, which, again, is to return power to we, the people, rather than them. And they're so invested, both political parties, in this endeavor, and they have their agents in the basket of biased press. I mean, and, and you, you heard Shep Smith sitting there on, on Fox News, looking in the camera, looking very stern. Oh, yes, and here's the timeline. A yeah. timeline of complete and utter bubkiss of absolutely well, nothing. Zero. For, yeah, from that,
0: from that, uh, uh, that uh, audio that you ran of check, he said something about two Russian agents or hackers. Where does that come from?
2: I, I, there, I, that, I, is, I he, that was totally bold. To my knowledge, Rocky, to my knowledge, that has not been introduced as anything uh, as, as part of the fact pattern here. Nothing whatsoever. The people in the liberal
0: media, which is most of the media, which is the real tragedy here, there's so few, there's so few outlets. I mean, talk radio is one of the uh, main places that you can actually get real truth, that people actually sit down, analyze, and spend some time finding out what's truth and what's B.S. Chef um, Smith is is just like making stuff up. I mean, uh, one of the things that you said too was uh, the Clintons. I mean, good grief, people! You 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 think that there's collusion here? Donald Trump Jr. talks to a lawyer, a Russian lawyer. Okay, keywords they go Russian, and then somebody says collusion. And all of a sudden, they jump to the conclusion that he's in collusion. He's not in collusion. In collusion, even when he talked to the lawyer, he wouldn't have known, and I believe the lawyer actually said that she is not in any way affiliated with the government. It doesn't take very long for us to find the truth.
2: Well, again, and and she may very well have, uh, 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 I don't want to say connections. Connections is not the word I'm looking for. She may have approval of the Kremlin because nobody does anything over in the United States without a wink and a nod from the Kremlin, it's it's they're made up of a whole bunch of totalitarians over there. It is, yeah, after yeah, all, yeah. I mean, uh, it is Russia, right? But at the right, same right. at the same time, this this, this Rob Goldstone dude. It is, is, uh, sounds to me like some sort of blowhard who has delusions of grandeur and gets in touch and brokers this, this meeting between Donald Trump Jr. and this Russian lawyer and says, oh, this is big stuff, man. This is big stuff. This is coming right from the top of the Kremlin. This, this guy doesn't. He's, he's a musician. He's a, he's a publicist. That's, that's all this guy is. You know, uh, just a little bit
0: of a segue, you know how they keep on talking about that the the Russians uh, were uh, tampering with our elections. Well, do you remember Barack Obama took $350,000 of taxpayer money and went over with uh, staff members, excuse me, sent staff members over to Israel to make sure that our ally Netanyahu wouldn't get reelected? He did
2: that in yeah. full, in the full view, and
0: nobody said a thing about him. Oh no, absolutely! I mean, that
2: uh, was, uh, uh, that did, was corrupt, visible. Barack Obama colluded yeah. with uh, I, uh, Israeli opposition members to oust Bibi Netanyahu, but that seems to be okay No, Rocky, uh, th- that's a that's a great point. Thank you very much, man, for the call, all the way from Nebraska. Yeah, man, I I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, thank you, Chris. You bet your buddy, uh, Karen. Writing in, Chris, I'm with you. This one-sided media bias Democrats do far worse gets a yawn. Republicans do the same thing, and it's hanging time. Absolutely right, Karen. Uh, folks, you want to weigh in on this, 888 eight nine zero zero three three nine three. Uh 888 Want to make one mention of the Marine Corps, 15 Marines, and a Navy corpsman dead in this crash, total of 16 uh, that happened in, where was this, Mississippi? It was a refueling plane uh, accident that claimed uh, 16 lives. It was uh, of our fighting men and women in in uniform. I just cannot, uh, um, I I cannot say enough. I I looked at that last night as I was going to bed as it flashed across my my screen. And I, I just basically sat down on my chair and said, good grief. Lives will be changed forever because of that. Now, you see, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I'd rather be talking about, talking about the grief those families are going through, how to support them, but no i've got to, I've gotta sit here and talk about a nothing burger, a, more of a nothing burger uh from this insane obsession because the Democrats can't handle losing an election uh we played Britt Hume, look Laura Ingram, who is uh uh, part uh, now, I guess, part of the contributor roster over there at Fox, and she runs Life Set, of course, a conservative talk show host. She was reminding Fox News Channel that. Being a being a Russia lawyer doesn't necessarily mean you speak for the
3: Kremlin. I, I think it's a big leap to say they're meeting with the Russians just because someone is a lawyer who works in Russia does not mean that she is a member of the you know, KGB and is the right hand person of Putin. I'm sure she is friendly to Putin because a lot of these people are. But it doesn't mean they're meeting with the Russian government.
2: Yeah, You can't do a lot over there if, unless you're, you know, grease the palms of the the corrupt government inside of the Kremlin. And that's how totalitarian regimes work. It's how former communists who want to be communists again work. That's, that's the stock and trade of Vladimir Putin, ladies and gentlemen. And let, let me be plain about another thing. I, there is no doubt in my mind the Russians tried to screw with our election. And I, notice I said tried. They couldn't. They didn't hack into anything. They didn't change one vote. That's That's the reality. Now, the the fact they'd even try shows they had no fear of President Obama. They knew that they could could screw around with us as much as they wanted to, and Obama wasn't going to lift a finger. And by the way, they were right. He didn't. This is unprecedented attempt by Russia to interfere in our elections, and Barack Obama did nothing. Why? Because every despot and dictator across the planet knew they could screw around with America and Obama wasn't going to do anything because Obama's heart wasn't in defending America. So, and you know what, frankly, that's who we would have gotten if Hillary Clinton was in office too. All she cared about was padding her own pockets, not defending this nation. <sighs> So that that's why all of this just really chaps my hide. Uh, Laura Ingram also, do you, you guys know that she she has two adopted kids? Guess where she adopted them from? Russia. So she knows a little bit about what she's talking about
3: here. As someone who actually has two adopted Russian kids, because this ultimately ended up being a meeting about adoption, I have seen so many. Times, uh, sources in Russia trying to get the word out about this Magnitsky Act, which they're just desperate to get uh, rescinded in the United States. That was her goal in this meeting. She wanted to push her case with her client. That doesn't surprise me. And listen, I mean, he's right about the Ukrainian deal. The Ukrainians did want to influence the election and to hurt Trump. They wanted to help Hillary Clinton. The Hillary Clinton campaign sure was very happy to get any help they could get from the Ukraine. Now, does it make the, you know, the optics, I'm so sick of that phrase, or the optics of this look any better? No, it doesn't. But I think this is a big nothing. I think the story goes nowhere. But I do, do think it keeps us one, you know, one news cycle away from focusing on what most Americans want us to focus on.
2: And that's true. Because, again, I, I just made that dang point. I'd rather be talking about things of import and i'm talking about I'm talking about this uh, uh nothing i mean I, I don't want to say that because it's becoming so cliche, but it is a nothing burger. It really is nothing you know i th- this news cycle obsession uh Trump's out there tweeting today that uh he's not getting he's not getting. Uh, his nominees for key positions in the government approved because Chuck Schumer, the reprobate, is doing his level best to slow walk every every nominee in an, in an attempt to stop the Trump agenda from getting anything done, from the Trump can uh, the Trump government getting anything done to stop to stop the Trump agenda, because as we mentioned before, it it kind of leaves. The connected folks in Washington, D.C., in the rear view mirror, and puts everyday Americans first. The rule of law, equal opportunity under that law. And what fun is there in that for cronies who buy their influence? To those, and it, it disrupts the, the buying of the influence peddling up there in Washington, D.C. for lobbyists and lawmakers who are, they have their palms out. A little bit later on, I'll, I'll make another point on this, and maybe it's after I talk with the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions. I'll talk about uh, something that's going on that Congress is doing that Donald Trump may be forced to veto, and if he does, it's going to be, it's going to be, a problem. Let's just say that. But there are those in the Republican Party and the Democrat Party who are willing to put the, this president in that, in that pickle. Even the Republicans who are supposed to be his allies, they're willing to put him in this pickle. Uh, that's uh, going to take a little while to explain. I'll get to that coming up on the other side of the break. It's Chris Sato show. You found me on The Blaze. It's your Radio Republic.
0: Be heard. 888 This is The Chris Salcedo Show Part of Generation Blaze On the Blaze Radio Network The Chris
1: Salcedo Show
2: Ellie, let me give you a, let me give you a phrase and let me ask you to guess who said that phrase, okay? Or what type of individual said that phrase? Kill Fox and Friends before it's too late. Who do you think would say something like that? Kill Fox and Friends before it's too late. Any ideas? trump but (laughs) you think trump would say that (laughs) he loves fox and friends what are you what are you talking about uh now i I, let me is it obama no (laughs) (laughs) yeah you think some left-wing crazy person right it's obama i mean you think some some left-wing kook a complete nutbag would say something like that right kill fox and friends before it's too late well let me take you guys back to uh, last week. The name Ana Navarro. You guys remember her? Ana Navarro is this loudmouth leftist Latina who is a CNN contributor. We, uh, we actually had, if you guys want a reference for her, you guys can go to the Chris Salcedo Show page on the channels section on theblaze.com. You can scroll down you'll see her mug. Uh, you, you can listen to what we said about her. This, uh, this rather vacuous human being, Ana Navarro, was saying that because Trump retweeted an internet meme of him beating up on the CNN logo, that that was a call to violence, that he was calling for a debt, he was calling for violence on the entirety of journalism by retweeting that. And of course, we all laughed, it was absurd, of course, it was hysterics. But let's apply the CNN standard, shall we, to this phrase here. Kill Fox and Friends before it's too late. Now, if you're to, if you're to apply the same idiotic CNN standard to this, you would, you would say whoever is saying this is calling for the death of those who work on the Fox and Friends program. It's calling for their assassination. Correct. Again, we're using the absurd, left-wing extremist, biased CNN standard. Well, this headline appears in the pages of the Washington Post. Eric Wemple, (laughs) W-E-M-P-L-E. Eric Wemple is the author of this opinion piece. Kill Fox and Friends Before It's Too Late. Now, he's saying that Donald Trump watches Fox & Friends. He's a big fan, and he takes his cue from that that morning show, and he, he actually likes what they talk about on that show. So Eric Wimple is, is trying to get them thrown off the air by using very provocative, hate-filled language that, by CNN standards, appears to be calling for violence against journalists everywhere. Shame on you, Washington Post.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show.
1: Part of the next generation of talk radio.
0: This is the Blaze Radio Network.